Okay, what's up, everybody? This is uh, episode five of the Junk Wax Pod on the Toddcast. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. This month with myjunkwaxbox.com. It's the box. Is Bow Nose Month. There's four packs in here. We're trying to find a Bo Jackson card. Uh, tonight, out of the Bo Jackson stuff, is uh, 87 Tops Baseball. That's going to be our second pack. Patrick, that's one of your favorite cards. That is one of my favorites. I love the design, but you know, speaking of designs, the the graphics you put out each week and the way you the kind of design your card. That that the card this week with the logo is nice. Thanks, A little buddy. Deion Sanders action. Yeah. I mean, Deion's one of my favorites. And we're and to stay with the theme of two sport pro players, Bo Jackson month. Ah, see, you were thinking you knew that ahead. That's right. Uh, <laughs> first, I want to give a sh- shout out to stay with the uh, junk theme. Cincy Junk Fest, my friends, Young Colt, they're a band out of Cincinnati. Uh, childhood friend of mine, Justin Barrett's in the band. A couple other friends of mine, uh, Ben Hines, Ricky Little, Chris Cornetit. Uh, they're playing at Cincy Junk Fest, August 27th. Shout out Cincy Junk Fest. Uh, go out and see them if you can. Uh, Patrick, in your opinion, who is the more notable, more important, more famous junkyard dog? You got Jerome Williams of Georgetown played in the NBA. You got Junkyard Dog, the wrestler. WWF I, fame. I have to go with the wrestler just for the simple fact that when you said Junkyard Dog, that's where my mind went. No disrespect to Jerome Williams because I think he was a good basketball player, but there's only one junkyard dog, and I just visualized that big silver chain and just, you know. And, and when you think of Jerome Williams, you first think of Jerome Williams. You don't think junkyard dog, right? right. Junkyard dog, you think junkyard dog, not Sylvester Ritter. No, well, absolutely not. Right. And – uh the second thing that comes into my mind when you say Junkyard Dog is the Pile Driver album that was released by the WWE as a soundtrack. Oh, Junkyard Dog rapped on it or something? Uh, I just remember his picture being on the album cover. The Reverend <laughs> Slick, the Reverend Slick, was the uh, primary rapper, I believe. Nice. Did you know Junkyard Dog, the wrestler, had a uh, college football career? I did not. Who did he play for? Fayetteville State. I think it was like a junior college in North Carolina. Well, I can tell you this. If we got a lot of college football cards, we'd probably grab him in a pack. Sylvester Ritter, linebacker, Fayetteville State. Well, shout out Sylvester Ritter. God rest his soul. <laughs> well, how do you I just recently found out that he passed. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> how do you think uh, WWE is going to be without – Vince McMahon now? Um, I think it's going to survive. I think Vince is uh, – and I'm not going to say survive. I'm going to say thrive because uh, Vince did all he could do for 30-plus years of the brand, the longest-running TV show in history, weekly TV-running show. And um, I just think, you know, Vince started tarnishing some relationships with some of the wrestlers. Um, a lot of them were leaving, going to other federations. And, you know, Triple H is kind of more in tune with the wrestlers, kind of better relationships. And, you know, just on SummerSlam, two or three other wrestlers from the past have come back, kind of increasing some excitement. So I don't think WWE gets to where it's at without Vince. 
But I think if it's going to continue to grow, right, Triple H is going to do it. Triple H has got to be the guy to carry him into the metaverse era of WWE, the streaming era of WWE. Uh, so let's get right to these cards, man. The first I've been excited ever since, you know, when you text me this week and said the new box had come, I've been excited ever since. So, yeah, probably should give a shout out to myjunkwaxbox.com again. They say don't eat the gum. We might have a pack. With gum in it tonight. And I ain't scared. We're going to have to do this both in person one night so I can try the gum. <laughs> <laughs> Fleer 92 football, what we're starting with. Well, Fleer 92 football. Yep. And we're looking for Mark Rippon performance highlights. Ooh, Mark Rippon. <laughs> of the Washington Commies. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers guard. Harrison Harris Barton. Harris Barton. I don't know why I want to say Harrison Barton. It just sounds better. Harrison, Harrison sounds more appropriate for a first name. Running back, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson. I, I only thing I see in that picture, I don't say running back. I see those uniforms. Right. And when I said Gary Anderson, you probably thought the kicker. You know, and not only the kicker, but, you know, I think he even had a single bar. Yeah, for sure. Gary Anderson and Morton Anderson both had a single bar. Quarterback, Dallas Cowboys, Steve Berline. Man, Steve, I forgot he actually played for the Cowboys, but the better question would be how many NFL teams has he suited up for? I mean. Man, he looked old in 92. Right. Steve Berline. We got. Defensive end, New England Patriots, Ray Agnew. Ray Agnew. Know anything about him? I don't. No. uh, Any relation to a Spiro Agnew? (laughs) No. No relation? Then no, I'm not familiar. Center, Washington Redskins, Jeff Bostick. I think Jeff Bostick, I honestly think he was a pro bowler. He looks like a pro bowl center, doesn't he? He actually actually looks like he could be the brother to Jamie Mueller. (laughs) Something about those mustaches, man. Wide receiver, Miami Dolphins, Mark Clayton. Nah, that's a nice card. Mark Clayton had a lot of good years in the NFL. Of course, he had a pretty good quarterback throwing to him. Right. Center, Cleveland Browns, Mike Bab, Bob, I don't know. Man, what's the deal with these offensive linemen? I mean, it's trash, Fleer. Come on. (laughs) This is some hot garbage, man. Running back, Minnesota Vikings, Terry Allen. Terry Allen. I think he had a couple good years in the league. Yeah, he was a good player. Back when uh, it wasn't so easy to rush for 1,000 yards. Linebacker, Miami Dolphins, Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Beast. I know he was a pro bowler. He would take your head off, and this guy would definitely take your head off. Safety, oh. Denver Broncos, Steve Atwater. The safeties back in the day, man. Steve Atwater and Ronnie Lott. NFL prospects, wide receiver Patrick Rowe. Don't know him. Where did he go to college? Does it say on the back? It looks like he might be a high schooler. Lincoln oh, well. High, senior Lincoln High, San Diego. 
Well, they've ripped him off. He needs to go back and get some uh, back pay for NIL. Checklist. <laughs> Come on now, Fleer. Checklist. I want you to uh, keep the checklist out and start getting your ink pen oh, and check hey, the box. We should, we should make a correction here because Morton Anderson had two bars when he was with the New Orleans Saints in 92. You spoke that card into existence, man. <laughs> we hey, hold up. Oh, look at that. Bro, he's oh, ready look to at them locks, a, man. Look he's at that flow. A 50 yarder. Look at that. Nose tackle. Detroit Lions, Jerry Ball. Jerry Ball, big guy. He had a big, yeah, he was huge. That's what I'm saying. He was a big <laughs> guy. I remember Jerry Ball. Let's, let's look at what was his. It looks like he was a guest at uh, Spanky Lavalier charcuterie party. 61290. Yeah. Say 290s being generous. Wide receiver, Colts, Bill Brooks. The only Bill Brooks I know is from Augusta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Bill Brooks. No, I don't. I think it was Bob Brooks or Brian Brooks or Brad yeah. Brooks. At this point, he had 27 career TDs, but Colts were terrible, right? Guard, Buccaneers, Ian Beckles. Man, another offensive line. Half this pack has been offensive line. Dude, I've never – I think where you have struck out in terms of football Football. packs. I mean, it's Trying to think who our best – Mark Clayton may be near the top of our best football. (coughs) Wide receiver. New York G- football giants. Altoon. Oh, Stephen Baker. Stephen Baker. I saw an eight, and I heard you say New York. I thought it was 88 Altoon. And finish up with Green Bay Packers linebacker Tony Bennett. Not the Tony, Tony Bennett. The coach of Virginia is the only Tony Bennett I know. Or the singer, I guess. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I'm just, man. Terrible. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Every one of those but Mark Clayton I put in my spoke. Let's move on to baseball. Yeah. Come on, football. Fleer football. Get with it. 87. Hey, my favorite card is the 87 tops. Oh, and we're looking for a Bo Jackson rookie stars uh, valued at $125. Nice. This gum is looking rough, bro. I'll put it in. It's got some dust. Chalk. That's Pepto-Bismol in stick form. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Give us an idea what it tastes like. It tastes like what these carbs would taste like if you were to chew (laughs) one of those up. (laughs) That's great. By the time you get to the third card, the gum will be gone. Hmm. What lasts longer, the flavor in that gum or the fruit stripes? There's no flavor in this gum. <laughs> it's Pepto-Bismol. All right, we're starting off with the Cincinnati Reds. It's got, the gum is gone, by the way. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what it tastes like. Candy cigarettes. <laughs> Reds pitcher. Rob Murphy. Oh, yeah. 
Keeping that warm up on. Keeping that warm up on. He's keeping that jacket on just in case he gets on the base paths. Keep that throwing arm warm. Well, this is the most off-center card I've ever had in my life. Astros pitcher Dave Smith. Look at how off-center this card is. I wonder if that's some kind of an error because you can see the card below it. Like, Yeah. Who cut that? That might be an error card of some kind. Maybe I don't know. Austin For Red those Sox. that are wondering, the, the error cards are worth a little bit more money than the regular cards. <laughs> Boston Red Sox pitcher, the great Tom Seaver. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I only like the Tom Seaver of Reds. I mean, this dude made his debut in 1967. And that's an 87 card. Wow. Braves. First baseman, outfielder, Gerald Perry. I remember Gerald Perry. I love those Braves uh, unis. You got to remember, that point in time is when the Braves were always – was really the only baseball team you could watch on TBS – and they Superstation. were going to, a, yeah, Superstation. They were going through a spell where they won a few World Series. Terry Pendleton. All right. Yeah. So, Chicago, this would have been a hot one back in the day. Chicago Cubs shortstop Sean Dunstan. Sean Dunstan's Olympic card. <clears throat> yeah. Was one of the most sought after cards when it first came out. California Angels third baseman outfielder Jack Howell. This just Not has a classic look, though. Those cards have a classic Yeah, I look. love them. I love them. Yeah. I think you need to design your card next week, have a little podcast these. logo in that top left corner like that, and then instead of wood, have like panther stripes, the Bengal stripes. Ooh. Cubs. Dave Gumpert. Pitcher. No clue. Did he pitch in the majors any? Yep. His career record at this point was three and two, five saves. Oh. <coughs> 402 ERA. Man, that gum's got you down. Man, that's something. It's like <laughs> stuck in my throat. Like little shards. I mean, shards too. It's sharp. It's like killing my throat right now. This is another one that's off-center really bad. Royals, Jim Sundberg. Are you kidding me? I mean, who cut Come on, 87 Tops. Do better. Were they drunk? Oh, man. Did they cut cut those cards at the Corner Cafe? Pitcher, Boston Red Sox. Royger Clemens. That's a good card. That is a good card. And for those, and I'm sure you remember just recently, Roger Clemens pitched a game for the Lexington Legends. I do remember that. You want to go to spring training? Yeah. How? How do? Curious. How do we win tickets? <laughs> uh, you you don't go online and fill anything out, but you do mail something. Try to get into sweepstakes. I don't know. <laughs> White Sox outfield. Harold Baines. Harold Baines, I think, uh, 
was on the Hall of Fame ballot. I don't think he got in, but he was on a he was on the ballot for the Hall of Fame. Padres pitcher Craig Lefferts. I've heard of Craig Lefferts, yeah. He was a lefty. I like his mustache. Southpaw. Yeah, I mean, I think he was Jamie Mueller's relative. <laughs> Seattle Mariners pitcher Ed Nunez. Not yeah, familiar I'm, with him. No. Astros. Pitcher, Danny Doherty. I mean, Danny Darwin. <laughs> Danny Darwin had a rough night last night. Danny Doherty did or Danny Darwin? Danny Darwin. Yeah, he did, boys. Look at yeah. him, man. He was, he was at the club. Yeah, yeah, I don't, he was doing something. <laughs> he wasn't it's studying a, game film. I turned back the clock to 82. Ooh, Ricky. Ricky. That was Ricky Run. Anderson's rookie card there. Run, Ricky, run. I think I, I think I sold that Ricky Henderson card in a, in a yard sale. You got a Brewers checklist. Yeah. He, give, us a, give us a little team leader action from the Brewers. Who, who was the home run leader, home runs leader for in 86 for the Milwaukee Brewers? He hit 33 home runs. 86. I'm going with um, – Jeez, old Pete. I don't know if I can name one player from the Brewers in 86. Yeah, you can. There's the one that's on the tip of my tongue was a uh, zip catcher. No. Well, I don't know. First don't baseman. So. No, I don't. Rob Deere. Oh. Rob Deere hit 33 home runs and batted in 86 runs. I do remember Rob Deere. The leader in hits, doubles, and triples was Robin Yount. I was going to say Robin Yount. That's who I was going to say. And the leader in stolen bases was Paul Molitor. I would have got that one, too. Padres, second base, Tim Flannery. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard of Tim Flannery, but his car is high garbage. All right. This, we're doing a – what does he look like he does for a living for this last card, okay? <laughs> Tigers, pitcher. Bill Schur. <laughs> Bill Schur er, is er. Schur. <laughs> Does he have a picture on the back of his card? No, they they weren't that advanced yet. That's no, that's residue um, from the gum that I put in my mouth, by the way. <laughs> that that stuff. You could write your name in the chalk. What does he do for a living? I'm saying he runs a ride at the Germantown Fair. He's like a carny. That's perfect for this Germantown Fair week. Fair week. <laughs> what would you think he'd do? I, I think he looks like he might have tried to copy Bob Ross and come out with his own show of where he's painting. <laughs> he definitely has the hair. Maybe a high school art teacher. I don't know. Ooh. Nice. Well, that was 87 tops. We did get a few goats in there. Royger Clemens. I mean, that was pretty much it, right? <laughs> Tom Seaver. Harold Baines was decent. Harold Baines, pretty good player. I don't know how much an 87 Seaver's card's worth. Probably not as much as a 67, but. All right. So, last pack here. 
for tonight is 89.90 NBA hoops. And as always, where did he go to college is the game we play in basketball. Oh, and uh, I don't know what card we're looking for in here, but it says look for Orlando and Minnesota expansion teams. Oh, maybe a uh, – this might be a Penny Hardaway. Oh, wow. Timberwolves. This is an expansion team card. Jim Farmer. Now, dude, if Jim Farmer could play in the NBA in 89-90, who <laughs> – he, um, he went to Siena. Alabama. What? Yeah, never heard of him. <coughs> Rookie year was 87-88 with Dallas. He averaged two points. And he was still in the league in 92? He was a first-round pick for Dallas. 20th pick overall. Wow. Bucks. Ricky Pierce. I've heard of Ricky Pierce. I knew he played for the Bucks, but. Bucket. Yeah, I don't know if I can know his college. I'm saying Iowa or Illinois. Rice. Ricky Pierce from Rice and a native of Dallas, Texas. I'm 18th right. overall pick in 82 with the Pistons. Ricky Pierce could play. Yeah. Career average was 13.7 points, but in 86, 87, he averaged 19 and a half. I would say if you played as long as he did in the NBA and you averaged 13 points for a career, I would say that you had a productive career. Cavs forward, Larry Nance, senior. NC State. It's ACC. Want another guess? Clemson. Yep. Clemson. What you, he won the dunk contest one year, didn't he? Oh, he was a high flyer. First round pick in 81 for the Phoenix Suns, 20th pick overall. Miami Heat guard, John Sunvold. Arizona. Arizona State, maybe. Arizona. Missouri. Dag. First round pick, 16th overall of Seattle in 83. What conference was Missouri in before they came to the SEC? Uh, were they in the SWAC? No, uh, they were in. They were in the Big Eight. And I Big think that 12. is right. Yeah, but because they were with Kansas, were, maybe I'm wrong about being in the SWAC. But uh, he looks like a a coach, or like I, not even a coach. He looks like a trainer. I think he looks like Tom Crane. Kinda, yeah. Well, a trainer's a better call. I like that. It's, it's definitely a guy that Eric Spolster and Pat Riley would develop into a playoff starter. Right Absolutely. Now. Absolutely. Bullets. I think he's a guard. Yes, he's a guard. Steve Coulter. Steve Coulter. Any idea, PK? Maryland. Steve Coulter is from New Mexico State. I didn't know they had a team in 92. And he was a second-round pick, Portland, in 84. When do they only start going to two rounds? I don't know. That's a good, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Bulls center, 
Will Purdue. Arkansas. No, SEC. <laughs> SEC. I said Arkansas. They're not. Uh, well, they weren't in. The, they weren't in the SEC when he was drafted, but Arkansas wasn't. But this team was it all. It wasn't Auburn. No, hold on. Vanderbilt. Andy. Eleventh pick overall in '88 of the Bulls. I was thinking Joe Klein, Arkansas, but yeah. Spurs center, and the, he was a vet at this point. Caldwell Jones. Did they have universities when he was? Dude, I mean, you're never going to guess Caldwell Jones's. No, university. I don't. Albany State in Georgia. Albany, Georgia. You're Albany right. Albany State. Second round pick. Played a long time. Yeah, he was a vet. Mavericks forward. Roy Tarpley. North Carolina. That's wrong. Maryland. One more guess. I know he was a Dallas Maverick. Yeah. Michigan? Michigan. Third Took time me, man. I, I, knew, I knew that. Seventh pick overall for the Dallas Mavericks. Roy Tarpley. I got to start thinking. I'm saying him way too quick. Kings guard. Kenny the Jet Smith. North Carolina. That's right. North Carolina. I was about to say Georgia Tech, and I knew Tech's that didn't sound right. overall in 87, Sacramento. Celtics guard, Jim Paxson. The brother of John Paxson. John was definitely the better of the two. Um, I'm thinking Jim Paxson's from the West Coast. Nope. No. He was born in Kettering, Ohio, and he went to college in the Buckeye State. He didn't go to Ohio State, did he? No, he was a Dayton Flyer. Wow, I did not know that. But I was—I've been in Kettering, Ohio recently. I watched a marching band competition in Kettering. The home—they didn't have no signs up that said the home of Jim Paxson. <laughs> no, they because if it was the home of Jim Paxson, it would have been the home of John Paxson. Therefore, it would have been the home <laughs> so, of John Paxson. Instead, I stand corrected. Rockets center. Tim McCormick. No clue. Uh, he was a Michigan Wolverine. I didn't know that. He was a 12th pick in 84 for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hmm. And traded to the Seattle Supersonics. Hmm. 89 All-Star game. It was in Houston. Carl Malone was the MVP. He played at... Louisiana Tech. Yeah, I think so, but it doesn't say on the back of here, but I think you're right. Uh, for some reason, I th- maybe it's some tech. I mean, well, maybe I'm looking it up. Give me oh, I was getting ready to do too. Louisiana Tech. Good job, Patrick. Hey, the mailman delivers. Let's see if you can guess. Forward, Pacers forward, Mike Sanders. 
Mm, I probably would say Wake Forest. UCLA Bruins, Mike Sanders, 82 draft. He was in the fourth round. I was four years old when he was drafted. I don't even know if I ever remember hearing of him. Cavaliers center, Wayne Rollins. Is that Tree Rollins? I'm pretty sure his nickname was Tree. Tree signed as a free agent in 86 with the Cavs. But is that Tree? Yes, that's Tree Rollins. I didn't know they put Wayne on his card. Yeah, I thought they put Tree. Um, Tree Rollins probably played for um, University of Florida. Clemson. Ah, are, are you, not, do you know like people, they pronounce Clemson with like a P in the middle? Clemp? Clemson? It's like Clemson. That's what I keep hearing that. And it's people that should know better. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they pronounce it like that. I don't know. Clem Clemson. Clemson. Here's our last card of NBA hoops. 89, 90 Hawks coach. Mike Fratella. Did he first, first of all, it would be us to get a coach, but Did Mike Fratella go to college? Is it even listed on there? No, it's not. Maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Where did Mike Fratella attend college? Montclair State in New Jersey. After the 88-89 season, his career record, 282 and 213. Mike Fratello and Lenny Wilkins, they were like the – you know, the eight and eight coach in football. Yeah. And <laughs> they, that's how they were. And um, when, Fratello, when Fratello became an analyst, wasn't he recall, called the, the, the czar of the, the telestrator? Czar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike Fratello is – I love Mike Fratello. I think he did good on TNT. He was on there too. I just enjoy listening to players and coaches – just talk the game of basketball, like their knowledge and stuff. I enjoy listening to it. Yeah. Uh, Fratello was one of the best, but, you know, it don't get any better than uh, – I love Jay Billis as a – Oh, I do too. I think he's the GOAT, especially uh, college basketball. Uh, And you can tell that they've played it at a high level because some of the things they they notice and point out. Right. You learn something when you watch – uh, especially Jay Billis, and there's others, of course. Well, I had the conversation with somebody today at work that that one of the big difference between kids now and us is like when we had free time, we'd sit down and watch a game of basketball. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't know how many times now. I don't know how many times I learned just by watching a game about cutting without the ball or you know screen seal slip, just some vocabulary words about basketball. And now kids, they'll come to practice. Did you watch Kentucky last night? Oh, I saw the score. Kids just don't sit down and watch games anymore. Right. Uh, the The terminology has shifted from you know, uh, you know, the basic terminology that we all learned into terminology in a highlight. Like uh, this is the 
you know, Euro step, or this is the Penny Hardaway step back. Or the, uh, the new thing that you hear a lot now is that, you know, and I saw it about Antonio Reeves tonight after the Kentucky scrimmage and the Kentucky kind of televised an open practice for the flood victims and a three-level score. Yeah. He's a three-level score. So, I mean, a lot of the terminology is different, but even, you know, just kids nowadays won't sit down and watch. And I just remember, like, when I was in high school, I checked the box score every morning of high school teams that we played. We would go watch other high school teams if we weren't playing. And I just – and I really think one of the biggest differences is the basketball IQ is probably one of the biggest weaknesses of most high school kids now. It's probably a big weakness in college basketball too. Right. And I, I see it More some in it college, but yeah. Uh, and it, um, I think you're right. I mean, you highlights are at your fingertips now with the device that's in your pocket in a right. handheld device. And that's, you know, that's basketball, but there's more basketball being seen. That's for sure. Well, the one thing that sticks out to me is, and I don't know how many people watched it, I would say it drew a pretty big audience was when um, Reed Shepard and, yeah. you know, his the kid that's going to – Gabe Cups, those guys uh, played against Bronny and a lot, uh, a lot of those five-star kids from California, I think Bronny and the Robert Dillingham going to Kentucky and then Mookie Cook, who is just in the – just decommitted from Oregon that's looking for a home. I watched that game, and Reed Shepard and Gabe Cups' team was so fundamentally advanced that they made that other team look silly. Just played good, fundamentally sound basketball. Yeah. Setting Reed screens, cutting without the ball, just, you know. Shepard made it look easy that night. And I was one of the ones who didn't know how he would adjust in the SEC, but I think he's looks athletic like he enough. Play. Yeah. Looks I mean, like he can play. He's got a nice little mid-range pull-up jumper. I think he sees the floor well. I think he's a willing passer. And, you know, of course, at the high school level, when he scores 40 every night, you don't really know how good of a passer he is. But North Laurel's going to be tough this year, man. I know this is a little off topic, but. Right. I saw him play uh, on the NFHS a lot last year. Well, of course, they still got Reed. I think they got Ryan Davidson back, and they got that transfer from uh, Harlan County. The Davidson kid is a a highlight maker. Like, he – He's athletic. Uh, anyway, that about wraps it up. We're episode five of the Junk Wax Pod. I do uh, want to update our listeners. I'm still trying to get Junk Wax Sal yeah. to recognize us. And when I share this week's episode, I will tag people that we mentioned in this episode. Try to find them on Twitter. Someone is going to reach out. Maybe Mike Fratello will. Michael Fratello, the czar of the Telestrator. Michael, for okay, I'll tag him. All right. So uh, as as always, I want to give a shout out, like you just did, to myjunkwaxbox.com. Uh, check them out. You know, get a subscription. And I think uh, next month there's a load of uh, NBA cards for August. Can't wait. Well, I'm going to brush up on my where did they go to college before that box comes in. I'm going to know the Albany states and the. Uh, you know, wherever Montclair, Montclair, or wherever Vincent Stitter, or or <laughs> whoever the junk yard dog, Jerome Williams, 
Yeah, I want to know where Jerome Williams went to Georgetown. I'm almost yeah, positive. That was, I, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. He went to Georgetown. Good job. But I like, I'm just, I'm going to brush up on him because I, I take pride in knowing where these kids go to college and I've done poorly. All right. So uh, next week, we'll have three more packs from this uh, July box, actually, is what this one is. Uh, we still got some Bo Jacksons to hopefully find. Um, as always, check us out, the Junk Wax Pod on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, I mean, these uh, Junk Wax Pod episodes, they're best for YouTube, but I understand, like, if you're driving or uh, you're in the middle of some exercising or you're just at home doing some work, uh, you know, you might check the audio file out. That's quite all right as well um and i have had a few people who listen to the audio audio say that we have voices of an angel uh well i take good i take really good pride in my voice i have a lot before i come on the air so well, I've, I I've got a face that. for radio so i'd prefer if they like my voice <laughs> but you know good thing you had that throat lozenge tonight because those shards of that bubble gum probably would have been a lot more painful if you didn't take care of that before it's cutting me up right now anyway <laughs> have a good night everybody uh see you next week man always a pleasure appreciate it